Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Creative Source with me, Andy Osho. This is the podcast about creativity for the creative in you. No matter where you are on the journey, whether you're starting out, you're coming back to the industry, you're just a dabbler. You know what I mean? You might just be dabbling with the uh, creative arts. We're having this conversation and every week it, we talk about different areas related to being a, uh, being a creative, but uh really i'm not lying i think this is like a conversation about life really isn't it like some of the things that we've talked about are are applicable just in general but we're taking a cut from the perspective of a creative we're taking a kind of micro uh, perspective to talk about the macro and this week we're talking about success First of all, I just want to say again, a massive thank you to my patrons. I see you. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and keeping the lights on, keeping it going. (laughs) I really, really appreciate it. I do. I know I say it every week, but I just want to make sure that you guys feel acknowledged because it doesn't go um, unnoticed that you could end your support at any time. You know what I mean? It's not like a, a forever commitment, but yet you haven't. And that really means the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that's supporting the show on the Patreon. So as I said, this is a conversation that started two episodes ago. Uh, we were talking about success and in it, uh, you know, we, we were talking about 
Maybe what are the ways in which beyond the sort of the standard sort of material expressions that we can define success for ourselves? And we started talking about, oh, you know, just getting on doing it could be a measure of success, going pro, having creative fulfillment, um, getting a level of financial security or having a financial um, meeting your financial goals, be it just I want to start selling my stuff to um, I want to have this figure salary or, or, or income um, and then fame. We actually, that's, a le- that's as legitimate, I suppose, as any um, way of measuring success, if that's what's important to you. The overarching thing was that it's about your definition for yourself. It's a personal definition rather than this exterior one imposed on you. So this week, I guess really what I want to do is dig a little deeper. So bear with me because I'm trying to tease out an idea that I haven't actually just uh, sort of expressed. I've, I, I did it on the live chats, but I want to sort of create it anew. I don't want to just regurg- regurgitate what I said before. So let, so bear, bear with me. My big question around success is this, who is the one defining this success? Now I know we were talking about, oh, um, we're defining it for ourselves, but I want to just go a little deeper. I don't mean who, as in Andy's defining success for herself, but who within Andy. So some might say, sounds like the start of an Oasis song, but some might say that there's different forms of consciousness or different tiers of consciousness, however, whichever model uh, works for you. One of them is the ego. So that's the kind of system that got set off pretty early on in life. And we use the term ego to describe so someone has a big ego. Like it means like we, we and we use that to mean they're big headed, they're arrogant or whatever. But ego is not in and of itself a bad thing. Some people have a higher expression or a bigger, a bigger expression of ego. But even someone who's desperately quiet is actually that is quite a big expression of ego in a weird way. Um, but let's not get into that. My point is, is that it exists. It is a system that, w- that, that gets set in motion quite early on in life. And in many ways, it's a protective system. It includes our personality, but it's also our defaults, our ways of being in the world. And it all is predicated on survival. It is all a response to the environment around us. An extreme example would be if we had abusive parents or if we had one abusive parent, what our egos as a young child might do is see how the other parent reacted, see that that worked implicating the, the abusive parent. And so that's the sort of default way of being that we take on, like in terms of that becomes our, our character in a way or, or, or forms our character, if this makes sense, bear with. So given that there's this ego, right? What can, what also will happen is this ego will have hopes and dreams and goals and ambitions and definitions of success, but they will all be based out of these primary responses to the environment it it was formed in or forged in. And so when I ask that question, who's the one defining success, there is this possibility that our definition has to have very definitions of success have, have been generated in or out of this survival mode way of being. 
And you're like, well, Andy, all right. So, all right, it, say that is the case. Then what? what's beyond that? Well, I had a really, I was on a, on a course one time and always on a course. Um, and the facilitator said, he, he used this term post-survival art, by which he was really saying, uh, he was saying there could be a space to come from once you acknowledge this survival mode ego system and what it can, and, and that you're, you know, a lot of what you create and who you are and how you see the world and all the rest, it comes out of that. Once you're able to transcend it, basically by seeing it, there's another space on the other side of that. Some people might call it spirit or, I don't know, higher consciousness or whatever, enlightenment. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Probably not enlightenment, but you know what I mean? Like something, the the step before that. (laughs) But there's a space on the other side of that where you can come from when it comes to creating your art, interacting with the world setting your goals, defining success. So that this ego survival mode doesn't have to be the only place from which you can define all these things, including success. I mean, success is what we're talking about today. A space beyond the ego where you can generate new ideas from that aren't based on the past, aren't based on your survival responses that are baked into this ego system. Oh, that, that came out. um okay. Actually, I'm, I'm okay with how that cow wasn't sure if I'd be able to explain it properly, but I think that's really what I want to say. And so this is why I went through those different definitions of, um, of success that we talked about in the previous two episodes. But then I wanted to bring in this other notion, this idea that there's a space to come from that's beyond ego and that the quality of the type of success that that space um, would uh, define is very different to the quality of what comes from the ego. Now, this isn't a right and wrong thing. This isn't, okay, guys, now from now on, you have to define success from spirit. (laughs) <laughs> it isn't that. I'm just distinguishing for us all so that we can just see something and then from there decide what we want or what we don't want. Now, the ego, most likely the things that, that is going to want is going to be things like, you know, in terms of defining success, it's going to be things like fame. So whilst I said, you know, it is fame is a le- legit measure it is most likely going to come from uh, ego, as in, not as in inflated ego, not that definition of it, but this this definition I'm using of it being a system uh, of survival. Ego in itself is not right or wrong. It's just a, a mechanism of survival. And so if you, for example, were an unpopular kid, if you went ignored a lot of the time, or if you were bullied or something, it is possible that in adult life, your ego will want either awards or recognition or fame or validation. And those things will become your measure of success. But I think you already intuitively know that spirit would never necessarily call those things success. Spirit most likely is going to think or define success as contribution, being of service, input, 
about more than who you are, going beyond who you are, taking your attention off yourself and putting it out into the world. Spirit is often, where spirit comes from is is often, yeah, about turning it outwards and looking out towards the world rather than inwards. Ego is obviously very much looking inwards. Ego is about often responding to the past. This happened to me when I was a kid or this happened to me when I was a teen or whatever. So therefore this act or this definition of success or this thing happening for me will put that right. It never really does. It might satiate for a little while, but it never truly does, which is why we keep just keep chasing, keep chasing, keep chasing. Whereas spirit is like this emerging thing where it's a constant sort of, mm, yeah, just a constant creation in the moment and it's not based on the past. So in episode one, we had a um, lovely bite-sized advice from David Jesse, and he actually recorded a longer clip. So I just want to play you another little section of it, uh, of the bite-sized advice he gave, because I think it's re- it really speaks to um, what we're talking about here. But here's what David said. I heard a quote the other day from a friend of mine uh, called David Grant on another podcast. And he was talking about success and he said for him, true success is when there is a successor. And I found that really interesting because on one hand, you could end up sort of taking the pressure of that. Like I now need to pave the way for many others. But then I think of, look at someone like Serena Williams or Venus Williams, right? They went out and I remember seeing them and being blown away by these sisters and the adversity that they had to then go on and be these incredible champions that transcend their sport. And now, even though they're still playing, there are, there's Naomi Osaka and um, Coco, I can't remember her surname, but those two girls, and I'm sure many more that look at them and just the fact that they were there living their truth and doing their best has paved a way for these girls to think, well, I could do that. I believe I can do that because seeing people that look like you, seeing um, someone that shares your passion, shares your dream out there doing it in itself paves a way. That was, of course, the brilliant David Jesse, who you will see in Interstellar and Carnival Row and uh, the Troy uh, series on BBC, giving some great advice shared via David Grant, who is also a very inspiring uh, man who works in music. But anyways, the point is, he's talking about legacy, essentially, like that you know, seeing Serena Williams' success as having a successor of giving so much to the sport that she's made a way possible for people to follow her. People like Naomi Osaka and it's Coco Goff is um, uh, the other tennis player that David was talking about. And goodness knows who, who, which other black girls, young black girls are now in courts uh, you know, tennis courts around the world, just thinking, I have seen someone who looks like me, you know, perform at that level of excellence. I believe now I can too. 
Now, wouldn't that be an amazing uh, measure of your success? And one that comes from spirit, not ego, because I don't think if Serena Williams and Venus Williams set out to do that, it's probably from the uh, perspective of contribution. Because sometimes I felt that as well of like, what can I give? What can I really give? And then people have said to me like, oh, you know, you haven't seen someone who looks like you on TV doing what you're doing. And I realized that part of what I can contribute is just being me out there doing it, black girl joy, you know, so that younger black women and younger black girls can see me doing that and just go, oh, I think I'm kind of funny. I think I'm going to start making some videos or I'm just going to, you know, try my luck on the stand-up career, or I'm going to be an actress too. I'm going to transition. I don't have to stick in one, you know, no, stay in my lane. I'm going to, I saw Andy Osho do it. And therefore I'm not going to let the industry define me and tell me who I should and shouldn't be. And so that is a wonderful way of having Serena Williams' success shaped by who follows her. So um, I I really loved that David shared that in his um, bite size advice. So I thought, oh, I wanna I wanna bring in that little nugget. Uh, but we have another bite size advice at the end as well. So guys, uh, just a reminder, as always, that if you want to support this podcast, you can do on Patreon. You can be a regular contributor, a sponsor, a patron of this show, or you can make one-off contributions via the Acast website. Um, Both, any, either will be very, very welcome. Um, Check out Patreon for perks. Acast is a one-off thing, so you're just like putting money into the tip jar, essentially. Patreon you you get perks and stuff so if that's your thing then head over and have a look see if it takes your fancy and if you want to you can become a regular supporter of the show too join the fam so we're talking about success and maybe just maybe when one comes from spirit a way of looking at success. I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word defining anymore because I feel like defining is is more um, containing and more, I don't know, because spirit feels expansive. Shaping, sharing, knowing, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, another way of seeing uh, success could be as contribution. And also in a way that there are tears of um, consciousness, you know, we talk, we, we're talking about ego and spirit. There's probably, I don't know, levels in between, but there's also, there can also be tears of contribution as well. Because, you know, when the ego is defining the success, most likely the attention is going to be on oneself. What am I getting? What can I do for me? And again, I say it's not, I don't want to invalidate those dreams and goals because they are valid but that there could be more. And the two don't have to be mutually exclusive, by the way. You you you're, you don't have to go, oh gosh, does that mean I have to let go of those more ego-based definitions to be able to take on the spirit ones? No, they can work in tandem. In fact, it's probably better that they work in tandem, that you take care of the things that you want. And then there may be an aspect of more of spirit-based um, contribution that you make that also defines your success. But in terms of like levels of contribution, one way of seeing it is also about who it affects. So when it's ego, it's very much, you know, pretty much you. It's your money, your success, your trappings that come your way your goals, you know, that type of thing. But then with contribution, 
your success might impact your family and friends. So, you know, I love uh, on social media when you see stories about so-and-so bought their mum a house or so-and-so bought their, surprised their mum with a car or whatever. And whilst they are still material things, it's the mm, spirit in which those things are done that really chimes with me of like, that's a way of, of your success being about more than just you. It's now about a contribution to those who are close to you. Um, I would love to buy, be able to buy my mum a house. I mean, I've got as far as a washing machine. So maybe I'm building a house like component by component, but I haven't got as far, quite as far as a house. But I think I did buy a washing machine once or a microwave. I can't remember. It's mainly white goods. I'm just filling my mum's kitchen with white goods. Or your contribution could be beyond uh, just family and friends. It could be your community. And that doesn't have to be um, just a geographical thing. That could be a social group. So uh, for example, if your success uh, might help you to raise awareness for uh, trans people so that there's more awareness and recognition. And that's a way of you being able to contribute to that community. Or you may uh, you may have a disability and therefore your contribution can support that community. By the way, you don't have to have the thing to be able to contribute to that community. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, for example, if homelessness is an issue that you have, but you've never experienced it yourself, you can still make a huge contribution and use your success to make a difference in that area. Your contribution could be to the entire country. You know, like, for example, let's look at the incredible Marcus Rashford, who in terms of a percentage of his wealth is one of the most generous uh, celebrities in the country in terms of just a percentage of what he earns given to charity. On top of that, he's also, you know, been running this campaign to get free school meals and end food poverty for school children. So that's a way that you can make a contribution that's national. Your contribution could be international. There are many people who use their profile uh, for, say, for example, climate change. And and it doesn't mean that one is more important than the other. Just because one thing is global and one thing is local, it doesn't, they, they don't invalidate each other. It's the energy with which, and the place and the space from which you're coming from, that's the most important thing. That your success, your contribution is just about more than just uh, uh, getting yourself a nice car. And again, no judgment. Get that car, man, because if you've got a car, that means that some that you've reached, you've you've served a goal, you've satisfied a goal, you get to experience success, and you get to choose what this contribution is. the The world may tell you what you should or shouldn't do, and that happens a lot with people, particularly who are in the public eye. People saying what they should and shouldn't be doing with their wealth, and really, it's your call. It's like. Um, when people say they, they, they sort of give Cardi B or somebody like that, that a hard time for wearing sort of quote unquote skimpy outfits. She's a role model to young girls. It's just like, no, she, if she chooses to be a role model, you can't impose it on her. You can't tell her she's a role model, but if that's a contribution that she wants to make, then she gets to choose whether she is. You don't get to tell her you're a role model just because young girls listen to her music or know who she is. It's not, that's not, she's just making music. She's not the gatekeeper of who's allowed to listen to it. That's, that's a whole other thing. Anyway, but, but, but what I'm trying to say is, is that um, you get to decide what that contribution is. For a long time, I was very time poor. And so my contribution was often money, but I knew that money could go and make it. So I, you know, somebody was uh, asked me to sponsor them. I just, yeah, I just give them the money, sponsor them for whatever, um, you know, what, the, as long as it's a legit sort of charitable thing. 
I would sponsor them because that was the way, that was a way at that time that I could make a contribution. But if you've got time, that's another way of making a contribution. And actually time and money are interchangeable. And it is a huge gift to give to somebody of giving your time if you are able. And perhaps there is on some level, some sense in which real success and reward comes from there being this beautiful balance between personal reward and the immeasurable rewards that come from contribution. Maybe that's a space in which that might be your definition of success as well. I can't tell you what it is. Obviously, we've been saying over and over through these three episodes that it's really a personal definition, but maybe there is this beautiful sweet spot where both can be satisfied neither, you know, cancels out the other, but they actually contribute to each other. And the more success you get for yourself, the more uh, you're able to be of, of service to others. There's a an actress who has been in a show recently that just blew up. And she has been in the industry a really long time and not really had the sort of notoriety that maybe uh, male counterparts or white counterparts would have had. Anywho, she prayed for the success that she has now recently got. And she prayed for it, not because she wanted to be famous, but because she wanted a bigger platform to do the work that she was doing. And she's a you know very vocal political um, activist. And she's enjoying the fame. Sure. Cool. (laughs) It's great. But she knows it is to serve a bigger purpose. And so that's what I mean in the sense of like, is there a space in which the two not don't cancel each other out, but they are just this beautiful balance that we have to consciously create. It it probably just won't happen by chance, but that, that it makes those personal goals mean more when they can then be translated and used in service of an even bigger opportunity. Hi, I'm Charlotte Church and you're listening to Creative Source with Andy Osher. Let's have a little bit more bite-sized advice from Shlomo on success. Success. Oh my days. Success is such a complicated word. Uh, I feel like I lived so much of my life um striving for so-called success i mean i still do but uh on the outside i was very very successful you know i was playing on the main stages at major festivals like glastonbury and i was collaborating with uh, you know people you've heard of like ed sheeran or bjork or gorillas or something like that but um and i was you know breaking world records i was on the tv but but i was walking away from these accolades feeling like I wasn't successful enough or I wasn't good enough. Uh, And that, I think, is because I had a misunderstanding of success or maybe now I've recalibrated my understanding of success, which is I was very externally focused. I was very much worrying about what other people were thinking and uh, whether I was good enough for them. Um, And it took a lot of work for me to build up belief in myself and kind of that unconditional love that we all crave and we all deserve uh so that i could define success differently so for example taking a deep breath for me is a success because it means i have been able to be present in the moment i've been able to be here now with what i'm doing right now so yeah i've completely redefined my definition of success to me i have these three main factors that i use to analyze everything i'm doing my three core values which are am i having fun 
Am I learning something? And am I helping other people? Those are my three aims with pretty much everything I do, whether it's, you know, successful work stuff or successful life stuff or family stuff or personal stuff. Um, yeah, those three things have to come into it. And if I can't hit all three of them, it's not going to happen. I love that. Am I learning something? Am I having fun? Am I helping other people? That is to me like that perfect balance of those personal wins and wins that are contributions to others. Shlomo is great. He's, he, he also uh, is going to drop some knowledge on mental health. And I think he's, he was in at least one episode in the previous series. And if you want to find out more, he's like an award-winning beatboxer, musician, and he has got a new tour, Beatbox Adventures for Kids. And you can find out more about that if you go to his Instagram, uh, SK Shlomo, and check out his link tree, link in bio. Uh, you can find out more about that. But yeah, I really, really love that because I, uh, I think that perfectly captures what I'm what I'm getting at is finding that sweet spot that beautiful balance between those two spaces all right my lovelies if you want to join the creative source network where I'm hoping to create a bit of a community vibe for us creatives that are uh, you know talking all things creativity here on creative source then just head over to facebook there's a link in the show notes and yeah you can just hook up and chat with other creatives feel free to uh comment and share uh, anything that's going on or uh, any opportunities that you've seen as well i want to i just want it to be a, just a lovely space for creatives to just chat when um when i was doing this as an instagram uh, live stream there was this lovely sort of community vibe that sort of developed over time because we would all meet on the Sunday night and just talk about the arts and what it means to work in this area. And um, yeah, people started to get to know each other. And there was just a very, very nice vibe. So I hope that I can create that again on the Facebook page. So if that's something that interests you, check out the link in the, in the show notes. But it's just a Facebook group called Creative Source Network. All right. So listen, you guys, let's have some just final thoughts on um, success, because we've been on quite a journey here, haven't we? Started off, you know, with the, you know, more received standard definitions or ideas of what success is. We saw how there's other ways to look at it. And now we're in this space where uh, oh, we also looked at spirit and how that creates a different understanding or appreciation of success. And that actually it's not about it being one or the other personal wins over uh, sort of contribution wins, but that there's a lovely way to marry the two that works for you. And that's for you to define. So on top of that, I just wanted to share a few final thoughts of things that, that occurred to me as I was putting this together. Like we can't compare somebody else's success. Somebody else's win is not um, a statement on your level of success because they're walking a path that we have no idea of. Comparing careers is like trying to compare your blood and go, oh, your blood's better than my blood. Or, or do you know what I mean? It's like, there's no, it's not, it's not, even though it's the same, there's what, upon what criteria can you, can you judge blood? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, so let's like, just let go of this need to compare. And I know that's not easy. I I do struggle with career comparisons and see people who I think are contemporaries 
getting lots and lots of opportunities and making it mean something about me when it really doesn't. And I invite you to do the same is just to, uh, a very good friend of mine said uh, about seeing all these, because they always get reported on social media and in the trades and stuff like that. That's how my industry is. And I'm sure yours is too. And so he said, look, it's just information. And I thought, oh my God, that, that was a breakthrough moment for me when I was able to just experience all these wonderful opportunities that peers uh, and people I knew were having. It's just, it's just information. And actually, who knows what they want? You know, sometimes people end up in really great, prominent jobs and they didn't want them because their goals and their their definition of success is something else. On that note, also I'd caution uh, around social media because it is very much a curated experience, a devoid of any mundane, really. Uh, there's very little mundane on social media and it doesn't get a lot of likes because that's not what, why people go there. Uh, someone said to me uh, very recently, um, social media is where she goes for a big fat dose of invalidation. And she was obviously joking. I mean, she wasn't joking about what happens when she goes on social media, but I don't think she goes specifically to look for it. Or maybe she does. Maybe that is her relationship with social media. But the, I, I guess what I'm getting at is that experience it with consciousness. You know what I mean? It is not just information. It is not a, an accurate reportage on the world it is curated specifically to give you a particular experience. And anyone who's taken a social media break will know they are some of the happiest times in your life. <laughs> of course, social media serves a purpose. I'm not saying I'm not down on social media, but it's just like in, t- in this context, when we're talking about how we're going to define success for ourselves, just have caution. I just um, would encourage caution around social media. Another thing is success, I believe, is necessary to keep things moving in our career. I'm, I, I can't remember if I've discussed this on the podcast or whether I've just been saying it in life or whatever, but I really do believe that desire and the desire of success is a really important facet, necessary, like breathing, I would say, in a human being's psychological makeup. Because if one doesn't have desires and if success isn't one of those things one desires, then it would be very difficult to get your life to move because there would be very little motivation. I, I, I'm talking more about desire and if, and, and if success is one of the things that you desire, then cool. But it's more like desire is important because it's what gets you up off your ass. I genuinely believe that the universe when when it was making our you know the psychological profile I had to put desire in it otherwise we would all stay at home on our asses we wouldn't have any motivation to get up and go but we want things we want to have a partner or we want to have a lovely home or we want to have a certain type of career or we want to make a difference we want to be we want to make contributions we want to see the sky we want to experience beauty we desire we desire we desire and universe the universe put the experience of desire in us so that we could get up and move and experience life and living. So a desire for success is not a bad thing at all. In fact, it is a great means of getting you to move. I said earlier, it is a good carrot in our lives. Now, what a lot of us do with success is turn it into a stick. Don't let it be a stick if you can, because what we do is we go, oh, I haven't got that thing. Therefore, I must work harder or I'm a failure. I'm just going to beat myself up for being and turn it into a stick. 
Don't let it be a stick, always a carrot. It's just the universe wanting you to move. The universe is mm, existence in motion and you are part of the universe. So the universe wants that for you more than anything. It's just for you to be in motion. And so therefore it gave you desire. And if success is one of those things you desire, then cool. Let that be the thing that moves you. Success and all its definitions are personal to you and will constantly change. So it doesn't even matter if you pick a thing, just pick a thing to <laughs> just pick a thing to be, you know, your definition of desire. I mean, of success and go for it because bet your bottom dollar in 10, 15 years time. It, it, it will be invalid anyways, because you would have changed as a person or you're, or you will have achieved that and be looking for different things, or you'll be looking for a different life experience. So it will constantly change. So don't feel like you need to, it's hard and fast what you select. It's just going to be, it's, it is what it is. And defining success for ourselves means that we don't have to look externally for validation, for answers, for thoughts on what success is. We no longer have to buy into these notions of cars and houses and fame as, as the, the arbiter of what our success is. I, I had a realization recently that I'm, I'm going to have to get off this, no, it's not working out story. Uh, and I know that's going to sound odd to you guys because, you, you know, I, I suppose I'm going to occur as somebody quote unquote successful, but this is what I mean. Like, you don't know what someone else's measure is. And I was looking at myself and then comparing myself to peers and going, I'm not succeeding. I mean, it's not. And I realized, girl, you know, by those, you know, definitions we had in ep, uh, ep one and two of this three parter, you have definitely got to call yourself successful. You are creating, doing something you love. You have gone pro with it many years ago. Like, what is it now? 13, 14 years ago or something like that or whatever it is. And I get to say yes and no to stuff so that I have probably, you know, the most, at the moment I'm having the most joy in my work than I've had, than I've had for a really long time. So I'm sort of letting go of this... <laughs> hard luck story that I sometimes tell myself about success because A, I can define it for myself and also B, like, well, and once you let go of those, those external definitions, it, it gives you so much freedom and that can be scary because sometimes the chase is what keeps people going, but it's a chase in a stick kind of way rather than a carrot kind of way. And I suppose, because I was searching for an answer of like, if we can define it like this for ourselves, why don't we? And I think it is because sometimes people feel like they have to have that stick relationship with it rather than the carrot. So let's just give ourselves permission to just enjoy a carrot every now and again. Success is not like uh, something, uh, a destination, a place to get to. It's a space to come from. Uh, this is like the spirit thing that I was talking about. That's what I really meant in terms of like not calling it definitions when we're talking about spirit. It's more like it's a space in which you can come from and you generate it new every day. What What's success today? What do you feel like success in your life is today? For me, it's, it's <laughs> if I'm honest, it's, um, it's, it's just getting to getting everything I want to get done, done well. And then being able to rest that t today is what is going to be success for me. And then tomorrow will be something else. And then Monday, cause I'm filming, I'm, I'm recording this on a Saturday and then Monday will be something else like, entirely new as well. 
So it's a space to come from. And this is useful for me to hear for myself because I do, I do have that stick relationship with success sometimes. Oh, I'm not doing well enough. I'm not doing enough. But when I get breathe and just get that, I can create and I can create the definition of success, how I want to. Oh, it's such a relief. Lastly, I think uh, the best measure of success from what I can see in all of this is your joy. If you are living in joy, living your best life, you're just experiencing joy whenever you get to be uh, creative, but also just in your life. Come on, that's got to be success, right? That's got to be the most fullest, wholesome, whole definition of success. All right, listen, I, I, oh, I, I, I'm sort of going long, but I just want to um, share this because I found it last time when I did the live uh, stream and um, I, I think it still works. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go through it quickly. Arnold Schwarzenegger was asked at a, a talk he was doing, like what, how he defines success. And this is what he said. They said, number one, he's had five points. Number one, have a vision. And that can change. You know, I was saying you can change, what it, but having one, just the act of having one, it's like the difference between, uh, it's like um, p- having a plan. The purpose sometimes with having a plan is not the plan itself, but the process being in the space of planning. So having a vision is the same. It's like, it doesn't matter about the vision. It's the process of having vision because it opens up a certain part of you. He says, number two, think big. Now to me, what I, I, I interpret that as don't limit yourself. So it's not like you have to think globally. If big for you is selling your art, then that is, that's big enough. It's just a case of not limiting yourself, not thinking, oh, I couldn't do that. That's not really me. Or who would buy this? Any, Just think big, work hard. Now, I, I disagree with that. I'm not one of those people anymore who, anymore, <laughs> I'm recovering, I, who subscribes to that. Yeah, you got to work 26 hours a day. Mm-mm. Work smart, guys. Hard, I, I, I think hard workers are people who don't trust the universe. The universe can do everything, anything. So let it take some of the load. Work smart. Your name is in rooms you have never even been in, right? Remember that. Number four, ignore naysayers, he says. You're damn right. But what I would add to that is, I think sometimes naysayers can be a strengthening energy. Like if you can weather all of that, then that will only make you stronger. They say, you know, uh, rough seas make strong sailors. I say that all the time. These challenges that we face in in the creative industries, they they do make us stronger. The rejections, the no's, all of, all of it makes us stronger, much, much stronger. Number five, he says, give back, change the world. I mean, here it is again, that marrying of personal and community sort of impact. And I would add as well that it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be global. It can be as small as making a difference to one person. 
You guys, thank you so much for going on this journey with me, discussing and unpicking success. I hope it's made a difference to you. Do let me know, like if there's been a particular part of this conversation that really resonated, that made a difference, that opened things up, that made other thoughts and ways of being and ways of seeing available uh, to you because, because we had this conversation. I really want us to just have, uh, oh, just let that disquiet in our spirit or in our being settle. And I hope that through being a creative and having this conversation and being able to even just for a moment, see your creativity and the contribution that it is into the world, seeing it in a different way. uh, I hope that somehow settles the spirit, even just for a moment. Thank you, as always, to my Bite Size advisors. So David, Jesse and Shlomo uh, made wonderful contributions in this episode. And if you're a Patreon patron, you can hear Jason Manford's advice on success as well in the extras. Thank you to Martin Lumsden for the post-production, to Clydesdale Music for the theme tune and marketing. Thank you, Anya Stobart. Next episode, I'm going to be talking about mental health. In fact, that's probably going to be a couple of episodes as well because there's probably quite a bit to say on that I'm no expert but I can just share um, some thoughts and ideas about how we can navigate it and why it's so important to 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 have a conversation about it there'll be tons of um, bite-sized advice I've got quite a bit of bite-sized advice on the topic of mental health so you guys I don't know if you can hear that motorbike speeding past, but that is my cue to end this episode. Thank you so much as always for listening in, for supporting the podcast, for all your thoughts and comments. Thank you. And uh, do stay in touch on socials. I will see you very soon. Until then, keep creating and keep living in gratitude. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manis and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode of Creative Source. If you're looking for more support with your creative journey, I'm offering one-to-one online mentoring. Perhaps you want to launch a project but don't know where to start. Maybe you've got stuck around a certain issue, need some advice, or just want to bounce ideas around. Whatever it is, I'm here. Just hit the Patreon link in the show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash creative source with Andy Osho to find out more.